bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about reality TV. And luckily, those real housewives of coronavirus booster shots got approved <laughs> just in time for our live podcast in Atlanta. Uh, it's official. Uh, not only are we doing a live show in Atlanta at the Red Light Cafe, we have a guest. Shall we? We have confirmed a guest. Yes, we've confirmed a guest. That guest is... That guest is Dr. Jackie from Married to Medicine. Just wow. Back in wow. the Bravo wow. universe. <laughs> full force. I mean, we are going to seat and talk and just get into all of the nooks and crannies. Dr. Jackie's a legend. Married to Medicine's been on for yep. like 27 seasons. Yep. The bitch is in full. She's an activist. Yeah, we're going to talk about women's health and all of that kind of. She's like real big into like women's health and promoting all kind of aspects of that and fighting for that. And I'm quite sure she has a lot to say about the abortion laws that are being passed, being that she is an OBGYN. Yeah. I cannot wait to get that hot take. It's going to be so exciting. So it's at 3 p.m. Saturday, November 20th. In Atlanta, Georgia, at the Red Light Cafe. You yes. can go to our website. Yep. Um, the poster is in the works. We got Craig Hurd McKinney <laughs> yes. just working on the on the art mm, for the mm-hmm, event. So the mm-hmm. poster is not on the website yet, but the link to buy the tickets is there. The right. information, or you can the link to the tickets is on our Patreon website www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. Mm-hmm. Oh, and our website is julianbrandy.com. Mm-hmm. So you can go to either one of those places to find the link. And you want to get your tickets now because because of COVID, they're cutting down the number of seats that they'll allow inside. So we only are allowed to have 100 people in the building. So um, we're almost half sold. So everyone should get in there. And I mean, that's not even, you know, it's not that many people. So, the, you know, 50 of you get in there. You know what I mean? And we're thinking, hopefully... If it oversells that he'll let well if there's a yeah yeah, Yeah. we're hoping we're hoping so but but that's that's gonna be the the dice you roll if you wait and show (laughs) up and we're like please yeah we think it might hold up to 150 but i doubt he would pack it all the way to 150 Mm -hmm. but maybe 125 right you know right right so yep you can go to eventbrite.com too and look uh, under dumb gay politics live it'll come up but we're super psyched. So psyched for Dr. Jackie. Dr. Fucking Just Jackie. Legendary Bravo. Yeah. Royalty. Royalty. Period. Royalty. And we're excited to see um, loads to be there. Listen, um, you know, <laughs> Richard, the, the the jizz king of, of, of Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> our, our sexy gay husband. We've been on mm. so many trips with Richard and we have never all come together all three of us anyway i've been to visit him in savannah a million times but now it's going to be our first time as a threesome in atlanta i mean i'm sorry i feel like it's that's the the planets have aligned whatever was keeping us apart before we will never to know what's the saying you know to never to twain to be to 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 (laughs) (laughs) well now the twain will always meet yeah, and, it's, it, and apparently it'll meet Atlanta because I don't even hang because he has he has properties. He has an Airbnb, which we highly recommend in Savannah. It's it's gorgeous and just perfect to stay at. If you in Savannah, no one should ever should ever miss. And if you haven't been, that's that's what you need to do. 
fuck mm-hmm. our show. Mm-hmm. Go on to Savannah and stay, yeah. stay at yeah. Richard's Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. It's called like Dick's Halfway House, I think, if you want to look it up on Airbnb. Oh, but he also has a he has a a loft in downtown Atlanta that I I have never seen and will still will not see because he has that rented. <laughs> and I don't know if we, he, we might try and lurk and just mm, see Mama. Mm-hmm, we can see the mm-hmm. front of it. Maybe mm. maybe we'll knock on the door and be like, "Hi, is Carl home?" Hello, sir. <laughs> is Carl there? We just want to look inside. We used to have family here yeah. 200 years ago. <laughs> and it is that <laughs> We're old. looking for a, a nook inside the wall where he kept a, a locket of our great-great-great-great-great-great-grandmother. And, a, and, a, and a, a, a large diamond. Yes. A 14-carat diamond somewhere in the wall here. It's an old, some kind of mill. I don't know what mill. Oh, my do. God. Paper mill. I love Paper that. Paper mill. I love I that. <laughs> well, I hope it's like the show Ghost that we're obsessed with, and she looks in the thing, and there's of a course. note, and it says, Sorry, babe, pawned it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and hopefully we can see it. But this will be the first time that I have in all the, the decades of, of knowing Richard that I will have, have partied with with Ricard in, in Atlanta, Georgia. Ricard, paging Ricard, <laughs> Fantasy Island, Ricardo Lodzablan. <laughs> we are of to be arriving. How exciting. How well, I haven't exciting. seen Richard in, I mean, I couldn't even tell you how many years. It's been a long time. So I'm excited to see Richard. The last so time we went to dinner, hydrated. Like we went to uh, like Merrick's, and we're ironically we're about to go to Merrick's with Leah. With Leah. So with Leah. <laughs> Leah. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm, and I love Atlanta. Mm-hmm, Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. sexy times. Sexy times yep. to wait us can't in wait. Atlanta. So I can't believe it. I hate live shows. Yeah. And we're now yeah. T minus counting down to me complaining every week because I don't <laughs> want to do live shows. Hopefully, it gets canceled. My hope and dreams here is that the live show gets canceled. We keep. You know, everybody gets their refund, mm-hmm. but we still get all of the 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 accolades and the wonderful credit <laughs> that comes along with right. the live right. show. Right. And that we still uh, what I hope is that it, the live show gets canceled and we end up at Dr. Jackie's home <laughs> in an intimate dinner with her. <laughs> that's, what, that's my hope. Uh, I love it. Great. That's great. I right? think that's a really good hope and if, dream. If mm-hmm. you're planning to go to the live yes. show. Hi, Dr. Jackie. Uh, I have an appointment to party yes, with your <laughs> liquor cabinet. Now, if you're planning to go to the live show, get your picture postcards in because mm. that is the reason for our drug den bulletin board. I like we have a, a, a meet and greet afterward. Mm-hmm. We will have all the shitty merch the shitty t-shirts that we sell <laughs> they will all be there to, to purchase oh, and we we like to recognize you know the people yes. from the drug den bulletin board so our address is on our website julianbrandy.com mm-hmm. which also has the link to buy tickets for the live show so get on there get the address go to postsnap.com yeah find your best fucking selfie you've mm-hmm, got in your mm-hmm. goddamn photo app mm-hmm. and pop it off on post snap it's like it's cheap it's easy it, the postcard will arrive we've got two of aaron cornova who can't can't have enough no. of aaron cornova I mean, we can't it just keep and you know what aaron paging aaron <laughs> we're due for another pick of you and a celeb yeah you know right because it's the only way we can get celebrities up here besides obama <laughs> which is all over it we did get a picture postcard mm. from Diana, who says she's one of our original 14 listeners. Mm. I'm not sure where Diana's from or if she oh, if she's planning hello. to come to the live show in Atlanta. Oh. But I'm it's it's always lovely to find out about an original 14 that we didn't know about. Yeah, totally. Well, isn't this a cute little family? Beautiful, beautiful family. Hi, Julie and Brandy. Thank you so much for your podcast and giving us a glimpse into your beautiful friendship. I've been listening since you started and you have, without a doubt, gotten me through some of the worst times of my life, including the sudden death of my 12-year-old son's father. (gasps) You have also helped me develop my political opinions and my voice in general. Well, that's good. There's nothing, I mean, we'll tell you exactly what you should think and exactly what you should feel. This picture of our family was taken on 10721 in Flagstaff, Arizona, where we eloped. My husband is Stephen. The younger child is our son Keller, and the older child is our son Logan from a previous relationship. Uh oh. 
Logan, <laughs> Logan, like, hey, Logan. It's like, I mean, Logan is like our, it's like our, one of our names, like Hunter. It's like our name. It's always for, a hot guy in the, the movie. Youth. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to include their baby pics because I love your love of baby pics. <laughs> and though I'm biased, my adorable kids were adorable babies. And there's also Fritz, our cat, and Vinny, our schnauzer mix, the current babies of our home. Love, Diana. I got to say, Diana. The we, baby is we, cute. We got this postcard. <laughs> when we get the, mm-hmm. the postcards, we have this area where we keep like packages and gifts and and i taped the postcards to the side of the bookshelf yeah until we can we can talk about them <laughs> and i've been looking at your babies Very who cute. are now just grown men basically they're what 12 and 5 is that what it was but there's baby pictures and they're yes. so so they're real so cute. cute just lighting up my life every time I walk by like look at these babies yeah they're real happy very smiley very cute and you know what Steven looks like a baby and you know what Diana's gorgeous (laughs) and can fucking get it and congratulations on your on your wedding your your elopement I love an elopement story that's me too I I, I've come to like desire it for myself it's so romantic yeah it's so so romantic now she had her kids bugging on ruining the romance well you know but they can stay home with my nana new they can stay home with peepaw well they were yeah, well they were who knows maybe she could have just found a, she could have found a drifter on the street can you watch my yeah, kids for I gotta an hour quick, i gotta go yeah. quickly elope i mean <laughs> it kind of looks like logan is in a blazer and he is i think logan is in a blazer so i'm feeling cute. it i love it he is so cute yep okay now we interrupt our regularly scheduled jojo and kiki because we're going to school board street Can you tell me how to get, how to get to School Board Street? Try to get away from someone punching you who loves Trump. Don't yell at me that you know where I live. You're going to find me and kill all my children. But you're a parent and apparently you're in this because you care about kids. You're scary and I don't like looking at you. Uh, so on Monday... Meow, meow. Yeah. 19 disgusting Republicans (laughs) from the House Judiciary Committee wrote an open letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland insisting that he stop the FBI investigation into the rash of MAGA attacks happening on school boards across the country. Right. Because evidently the new thing in the Republican Party is the hostile takeover of school boards. That's literally a strategy within the party that is being promoted to the whack-ass conservative parents who watch Fox News and listen to QAnon podcasts. That idiot that we played last week who was walking around the Trump rally was talking about how they all need to run for local office, especially the school board. Yeah, and also last week, one of our favorite listeners, Ashley Ryder, left a comment on our Patreon podcast community page, and she said... I'm so glad you guys brought up local school board Karens in this week's DGP. (laughs) I've been in the thick of shit in my Mm. own town this last month. Wow. We have three far right-wing candidates running that would completely upend our school board. They are running on the promise to, quote, remove CRT from our schools, end quote, (laughs) even though critical race theory isn't taught in any school district in any part of the country. They are against mental health services, which they call emotional manipulation. They are against gender language changing in our policies, even though it's now legally required if you want to receive federal funding. I went to a school board meeting a couple weeks ago when they mandated masks again, and a guy knocked the podium out of the way and started intimidating the board members and saying only 10 kids have been hospitalized for COVID ever. Oh, Oh my God. Someone I graduated high school with set up a church a quote-unquote church a week ago with the secretary of state's office and they pulled up into the grass near an elementary school grabbed a card table out of the back of his hummer and were offering religious exemptions people are unhinged our city attorney is a huge trump supporter and is actively working against us threatening legal action using his power to get our three normal candidate signs removed Mm -hmm. etc and we are just one school district one 
but it's happening everywhere and it's an uphill battle but i am still positive the good will triumph and if not we'll burn it to the ground <laughs> yeah i mean it ash. is so fucking hideous hideous i mean ash can you believe ashley's dealing with that this no I, I mean i can and i can't it's just so fucking hideous that the republicans are using fox news and social media to push all of their disgusting trump supporters to not only run for their local school board but to also harass and confront and antagonize the current board members but they get mad when somebody goes to marjorie taylor green when she's at the bathroom they are such fucking hypocrites i hate their fucking guts that was kirsten cinema i mean kirsten cinema <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are hypocrites. And the confrontations have gotten so fucking bad at these school board meetings in every state across the country that on October 4th, the National School Board Association wrote a letter to Joe Biden begging him to get the Justice Department to intervene on what they consider to be domestic terrorism and hate crimes against school board members. And it is fucking domestic terrorism. A lot of these confrontations turn physical. Like even Ashley said, he threw the podium. That's already physical. That would have absolutely engaged me into a physical fight, 100%. And even when they don't get, like, and they've, they've, they've come to blows, and there's always kids. Of course. Running, but even when they don't, they're always so threatening. Like, it's screaming, right. and it's intense. Right. And these people, it's like you sang in your beautiful song at the beginning. <laughs> they follow board members home after meetings and then dox them on all their shitty QAnon MAGA church Facebook groups. Right. And then it becomes a mob of people threatening the school board members. The one school board member, this, this happened, this school board member from Pensbury School in Pennsylvania said that she receives emails, social media messages, and messages on her cell phone that threaten every woman in her family with rape and every man in her family with significant injury. Someone's leaving a message on this woman's phone because she's a school board member saying, we're going to rape every woman in your family. We're yeah, going to come and rape you and your daughter patriots. and your sister. Like, right, because they're what? patriots. Yeah. Uh -uh. That's where I go. You're going to get raped. Yeah. You're going to get raped. <laughs> you are going to get raped. You're going to get raped. Yeah. And you're going to get raped and you're going to get raped. Yeah. yeah. No, David, you get murdered. <laughs> no, you get murdered. No, you get murdered first. No, you get murdered first. And they did threaten to murder her and other board members using violent anti-Semitic, of course, homophobic, shocking and racial slurs of, of given. She gave a statement where she said, because of the grotesque and pervasive nature of these threats, my colleagues are rightfully fearful about speaking out publicly. These threats of violence and sexual assault and these expressions of transphobic, anti-immigrant, and anti-Jewish hatred are not protected under the Constitution and must be investigated by the FBI. I mean, the entire crux, or not the entire, but a, a lot of this debate about freedom of expression and freedom of speech by the right wing, everyone uses it. I Freedom of expression, freedom of speech, we hear it all the time. And I can say whatever I want. I can say that you're a, a dyke, kike, fucking. <laughs> kike, dyke. You're a kike. Bring that classic you're, back. you're a kike, dyke. I'm going to rape you. But the thing is, um, hate speech is not protected. Nope. So that is where we are really, I don't understand why um, the government or whoever else or whatever legal fucking body can't come in and be like, actually, legally, constitutionally speaking, hate speech is not protected and that's what's going to happen which brings us back to the letter that the national school board sent to joe biden begging him to get the justice department to deal with the threats yeah on october 4th attorney general merrick garland released a memo that said quote in recent months there has been a disturbing spike in harassment intimidation and threats of violence against school administrators board members teachers and staff who participate in the vital work of running our nation's public schools. While spirited debate about policy matters is protected under our Constitution, mm -hmm. that protection does not extend right. to threats of violence or efforts to intimidate individuals based on their views. The memo went on to say that threatening public servants is illegal and the Justice Department is going to put the full force of federal law enforcement and the FBI behind protecting school board members and prosecuting offenders. And that woke up the Republican garbage monsters in Congress who called Merrick Garland to testify before the House Judiciary Committee. And after he testified, the 19 douchebag Republicans that we mentioned at the beginning of this segment wrote the open letter that we mentioned at the beginning of the segment telling Merrick Garland that using the power of the federal law enforcement to intimidate parents from speaking their minds violates their free speech, which is not true. 
Not to mention the fact, if I may add on, what we're seeing, here's my prediction, we're seeing social media, what you're allowed to do in social media, intimidation and threaten and say anything you want, now we're getting emboldened and we're doing it in person. Yep. That in person, I can say whatever I want. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Fuck you. Rape, rape, rape. It will turn into rape, 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 kill, kill, kill. It is. It's heading, as it already has it's in many shootings. C- civil war. Yes. And it's bullshit. Yes. Republicans act like every fucking law is a violation of their, exactly. their free speech. Exactly. You're not entitled to do and say anything you want. That's not what free speech fucking mm-hmm. means. Just like you said. And we're talking about the sleaziest Republicans, too. <laughs> Jim Jordan and Matt Gates signed that of letter. Of course, of course. And here's what it actually said. So what happened was the National School Board Association wrote a letter to Joe Biden begging, we are literally being threatened, yeah. rape and murder, right. when we're just like, we're on a school board. <laughs> yeah, that's a free, they don't get paid for that. I mean, it, These are people off. who, parents who just do this and they're, it's like an additional job. They're just, they want their school to be whatever. They're not getting paid. It's not a job. And it's like, go back to 2005 <sighs> when nobody, the school boards were probably empty, desolate rooms oh, where people are eating donuts. Oh, yeah. And you know, the last time this happened was in the 60s and 70s. This is a documented fact. So don't, don't anybody try and fucking tell me where's the fucking bibliography <laughs> on this shit. This is a documented fact. In the 60s and 70s, mm. conservative Christian parents oh God. got together and started Christian private schools because they didn't. They wanted to fight against integration. Uh, right, of course, yes. And so right. it's like history is repeating itself in that way. It's like nobody mm-hmm. paid attention after that. It's like, okay, you got your right. private schools. Right. You're racist. Right. Fine. Right. Deal with your life, Betsy right. DeVos. Right. And then now it's coming back up where now it's going to be this whole thing where they're trying to control the schools again with their Christian conservative bullshit. So basically what happened was the National School Board Association sent a letter to Joe Biden asking him to get federal law enforcement and the Justice Department involved in protecting school board members across the country Mm -hmm. who are being threatened with death and (laughs) rape. rape. I mean, just... Mm -hmm. So then Merrick Garland released his letter which said that... Um, it's against the law to threaten public servants and they will be and they will be prosecuting and investigating via the FBI. Right. So then the House Judiciary Committee got together, the Republicans called Merrick Garland to testify in front of them. Mm. And after he did, they then wrote the, the letter to Merrick Garland, which included Matt Gates and Jim Jordan. And that letter said Merrick Garland during your testimony, you sidestepped the obvious effect of your ill-conceived memorandum and the chilling effect that invoking the full weight of the federal law enforcement apparatus would have on parents' protected First Amendment speech. Parents have an undisputed right to direct the upbringing and education of their children, especially as school boards attempt to install controversial curricula. (laughs) Oh, right. Right, fucking controversial curricula because everything has to be about critical race theory, like in Ashley's school district. And before that, it was masks and vaccine mandates. And in that huge, important Virginia governor election that's happening a week from today, the rotted Republican candidate Glenn Youngkin put out a campaign ad straight off of Jim Jordan's desk that claims the FBI is trying to silence parents. <laughs> it's just the FBI is trying to silence parents. Give me a fucking break. And by the way, I'm half past give a shit with the fucking FBI too. They can go (laughs) suck all the crooked dicks. Half of them were in on January 6th, period, period. Oh, the world knew there was going to be 1900 fucking (laughs) demonstrations and a mob. And this somehow that it was lost on the FBI. Right. And the other half got paid off by the USA gymnastics organization to ignore the hundreds of children mm-hmm. who reported abuse from gymnastic coaches and doctors. Yeah. The entire bureau needs to be overhauled along with all of our law enforcement yeah. agencies in this country. They've all become so fucking partisan and Trumpian and resentful of Black Lives Matter and women and LGBTQ rights and really anyone they are technically supposed to protect mm-hmm. because they don't want to address the systemic racism and discrimination and make the changes that need to happen in their organization no they don't absolutely not and neither does congress which is also rotting with systemic racism and discrimination and the shitty asshole republicans in the house weren't the only ones to call merrick garland to testify he is scheduled to testify in front of the senate judiciary committee tomorrow and we got a preview of what to expect from dumb bitch 
Yeah, I said she's a dumb bitch. And I'll say it every time yeah. I see her, I just want to scream, you dumb bitch with your dumb fucking hair. Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn, who said DOJ's approach was treating parents like domestic terrorists for daring to ask elected school board members questions about what is being taught to their children. In the words of John Oliver, you can fuck all the way off back to Tennessee, Marsha Blackburn. The fact that Congress is wasting fucking time holding hearings with the Attorney General of the United States because they don't want the Justice Department protecting teachers. I know. And school administrators who are being threatened with death and rape. And so is their families. Yeah. It's it's unfucking believable. Yeah, I just yeah. it really is. It is unfucking believable. These these assholes are denying subpoenas for the January 6th hearings <laughs> yep. and half of them fucking facilitated January yep. 6th. Yep. Like, am I on glue or have Republicans become the party of anarchy and violence? They have become the party that is going to pretend like with religion that they are, they don't believe this gov- this government is real. They don't believe because we're all about beliefs. <laughs> Your stupid fucking faith has anything to do with anything. I don't believe in sunscreen. Okay. Yeah. But guess what? It exists. Yeah. Like, I don't believe in the government. This government isn't my president. This government isn't real. My free speech is because of the Constitution. They don't know the Constitution. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're talking about. And they've, it's also just evolved into something else. We are now into beyond, I don't know what even the word would be, post-Constitution, post-government. They're post-Constitution, yeah. post-government Republicans because they want a new, they want a new government. They yeah. want to literally a new government they don't want the united states they want a new government they want the republican party of america and their plan is absolutely to take over in the midterms and the and the common you know word on the street is that once they get back into power whether any that even includes the presidency in 2024 Mm -hmm. they will never let it go again of course no they won't let it slip out of their hands again and this stupid fucking hillbilly army that they're amassing Mm -hmm. of all these stupid fucking poor disenfranchised americans who are following them thanks to mark fuckerberg those people will not let it go and it will be it'll be a civil war before the presidency right but once they're in we're all fucked so and steve bannon said in a stupid (laughs) fucking podcast in may Mm mm-hmm the quote the path to saving the nation is very simple it's going through the school boards Mm. they're literally directing these mind-controlled cult members what to do at every stage and he point blank told politico that republicans are stoking the fears about critical race theory to help them win the midterms in 2022 of course and he called it the tea party to the 100th power Mm, mm, mm. he said this isn't q these are mainstream suburban moms who weren't even Trump voters. But they will be now. Okay, so now we get to find out what it's like in high school in 2021 by talking to an everyday person in high school. segment called everyday people where we get to talk to an everyday person from a different country industry or lifestyle than us in the rotted age of social media we all weigh in on issues removed from our own lives from pulling our (laughs) troops out of afghanistan to what to do about haitian encampments at the border but we don't really know what the fuck we're talking about until we hear from everyday people involved in those situations Over the course of the pandemic, everyone became an armchair expert on kids in school, teachers' unions, remote learning, and critical race theory. And now, many parents, i.e. fathers, who have never paid attention to their kids before, have suddenly become bouncers demanding that their sons not be forced to wear masks all day. Unfortunately, we, right, Mamao, are also guilty of weighing in on these issues. Yes, we do. Issues, not issues. It's hard not to with a political podcast, but as two fuck-ups with no children that we know of, the truth is we don't know what we're talking about, and we have no business offering our two cents. That's true. 
But we are about to get all the sense and more because today we're talking to an everyday high schooler living her best L.A. life. She's an excited and sexy teen in the midst of planning her big Sweet 16 party. So without further ado, here to tell us what the hell is going on in our schools is everyday high school student, Drew. Hi, Hi Drew. Hi. <laughs> all right, right off the bat. Um, are you in private school or public school? I'm in private school. Right okay. Now. And do you wear a uniform? Yes. <gasps> Hot. What does that consist of? So we have our polo shirts that everybody wears, and the girls normally wear skirts and the guys wear pants, but nowadays it's become more like lenient about that, so mm-hmm. the girls are wearing some pants, and you know, but the guys haven't actually started wearing skirts yet, but I'm waiting for that one. But that's your big thing. You yeah, just... I hate that the girls have to wear skirts and the guys don't have to. Yeah. But like, you don't have to now. You can no, you no have I to. have sweatpants. And is there a short look? Oh. Mm. Is there any shorts? Yeah, but they're not they're not cute. Yeah. <laughs> they're not. It sounds kind of weirdly cute. Like Yeah. Do you find that it makes it easier that you don't have to deal with your own clothes? For sure. You just wear that shit. For sure. Yeah. Okay, so we know you're in LA, which isn't necessarily indicative of the rest of the country, but sometimes private schools can be more conforming because they are beholden to the insane parents who pay their astronomical tuition so we've got to thank your mom and dad for that that's (laughs) like really nice of them it's super expensive especially here bordering on illegal Mm -hmm. so your take is actually relevant to anyone who lives in indiana kansas because it's really rich people who control the direction (laughs) of policy so it's always going to be private schools that really you know change things because it's because they've got the money they're paying for the you know the curriculum that's true so in terms of Politics and government. How informed are you and your friends? Um, I know there are a bunch of people like around my age that are kind of ignorant to some of these things, but I personally am getting informed by my parents and my like uh, friends and family and social media, especially. So I'm pretty. I like to say that I'm pretty informed, but there, I'm still learning every day. So do you learn anything from class? No. <laughs> oh God, no. They're not they allowed. They don't. They're just, there's so many, like, people that would get upset by it, but then so many other people that would love it, so it's just, like, you can't, like, win, so they just don't really talk about it that much. Like, they'll talk about some issues, but they're very, like, careful about what they say and what they don't say because of some people that might get upset about it. So, like, in a history class, for example, or goods, do you take, like, a government class? I'm taking, um... Uh, world history right now we did talk about afghanistan when that when like you know that was starting to come up and what is it that people your age feel about afghanistan i mean i wouldn't even have been listening but i'm just (laughs) if you weren't listening in class that's fine yeah like i um i obviously have like opinions on that and i think you know i you know but um some other people just don't really care because it doesn't affect them which is awful but so what social media when you say you get like your information from social media, is it TikTok? Is it Facebook? Is it Instagram and TikTok normally? So is Facebook just dumb to? It's mostly kids. It's parents. Yeah. I'm not gonna so no it. kids are on it. I'm um, no. That's good. Yeah. So what happens on TikTok with news? People are like, "What's up, Afghanistan?" <laughs> and dancing like that. <laughs> like, what are we doing? We're not on, on TikTok. TikTok, so oh, we're not you even break on. your knee on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> True. That's your mom. Yeah. Are they doing newsy and things like that on TikTok? Uh, yeah, some people. Oh. Like you have like the little dances that people do, and then you also have people that are actually talking about things because there's so many people on TikTok. So it's like mm. some people take advantage of that, and you know they use it to like spread awareness about some things, which is also cool. Mm. Do you guys? Do people your age know that there's like fake news bullshit oh, even sure. on TikTok? Yeah. So some people don't, but I yeah I I'm careful about what I'm like looking at and making sure like you know what I check it by Ben most of the time. <laughs> my friend, I'm like, is this real? He's like, no. I'm like, oh okay, <laughs> good to know. Yeah, that's but good. Some people would believe anything they hear. They're like reposting things right on their stories, and they're like, because you're talking about your mom's boyfriend, yeah, who's super into politics, super. So he keeps you. Yeah, I'm. I, yeah, whenever I'm confused about something, I go Ben. <laughs> if you were, if a person your age didn't have a Ben in their life, where would you tell them to get their information from? 
I should just say probably, like, turn on the news more often. But, like, um, don't just stick to one news thing. You want to get all of the different sides of things so you can, like, make an informed opinion about whatever you think. Um, but, yeah, definitely, like, get your parents' perspective on things. And if your parents are stupid, then you can go to the news. Yeah, you got to yeah. use, like, if you feel like something's so propaganda, yeah. right? Even your parents. Like, if yeah. your parents are too into it, it's like, mm-hmm. mm, seems you're a little too, like, into this. <laughs> most of the time when people have, like, weird, like, not good opinions about things, it's most likely their parents that are brainwashing them about yeah. that. That's right. good. So what's the big issue? Julie wanted to know this. So in your school, like, let's say you're looking at, TikTok and you're forming your own, but in your school, what would you say is like the big issue that people fight about or care about or fight for? Well, there are like a lot of like stupid guys that are just like, um, don't wear their masks and their teachers or the teachers are like, put up your mask, put up your mask, put up your mask. And they get eye rolls every time. And I heard this one guy, he said that his mom wouldn't let him go to the detention if he got a detention for not wearing his mask. Oh, my God. Wow, so COVID and the mask wearing is, like, hot. It's, like, a hot topic. Yeah. Wow. And is it showing maybe which students are, like, conservative and which Mm. are... Yeah, and is that just weird? It's weird. Because, like, maybe somebody's hot, and then you find out conservative, (laughs) and you're like... They're not hot anymore. Not at all. Is that true? Do you, like... Is the main thing, like, hooking up... Like, are, like, kids as horny as they were, like, in the 90s? Um, not, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, there's some people that are, you know, they have, they're dating and that kind of stuff. But, like, at my school, since it's private, a lot of people are focused on, like, the education side of it, which is yeah. kind of boring, but... They're, like, into, like, what college and my SATs <laughs> and shit like that. Yeah, we just took the PSATs. Yeah. Not fun. There's not partying and stuff? I mean, I... They're, yeah, they're, we were, they're I was a loser. But they didn't have, like, a, you know, do parties in the field... I'm yeah, the Guardian. Yeah. She's planning her sweet sixteen. Oh yeah. Yes. That's gonna be But fun. she's saying maybe they're more thinking about But you're about, actually thinking about college. Like ambitious. <laughs> as opposed to just like horny and drunk and normal. So is everyone this is Julie's question too. Is everyone Oh yeah. Like how do we say it? Is what everyone right? pan? Yeah, it's it's gotten a lot. It's gotten a lot more, you know, like open with people's like sexuality and stuff because it used to be like a thing, like oh no, but I think a lot of people are like more open about that now, which is I think kind of cool. Yeah, I mean I can't even imagine. I mean you don't even understand. (laughs) What about these conservative guys who don't wear their masks? Are they going to be like, yeah, sure, man, I like my bro. They can go fuck themselves. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're like down with. They're like because because they're like the people like they're. It's so, like, divided. It's so funny because they're the people that are like, oh, I don't care, you know, like, oh, cool, cool, just do whatever. But then there's some people that are like, oh, you know, you suck, it's gay, it's dumb, you know, like, they're just people like that. But, like, there were these, um, one time, some, one of my good friends who's gay, he came to, this was, like, in middle school, he came to the school dressed, um, like, kind of like a drag queen, but it wasn't, like, intense at all, but they made him change because they had a rule oh. against cross-dressing. And I was, like, I was talking to somebody because I knew, like, like, had it in with the principal and that kind of stuff, you know, and I was like, what was, what was that about? And they were like, oh, it's to prevent bullying. And I was like, that's dumb. You're, like, punishing the wrong people on that part. And you're kind of bullying them. Right, by Stephen saying it's cross-dressing. Exactly. Now, I would think that in today... Well, you're in high school, so it's, like, four years later, right? This years. is, like, seventh grade, maybe. Oh, uh, okay. Like, would that term even be ago? a thing now, cross-dressing? How, who would, have, I, who would who, even who would say? Yeah. Who would say? Would your school make... What if a, uh, someone came in a skirt who would normally not be in a skirt? Would your school be fine with that? I have no idea because it hasn't happened because it's such like a double standard because it's like the girls, if I were to wear pants and a hoodie, nobody would be like, oh, you're cross-dressing, you're cross-dressing. But if a guy were to come in a skirt, there would be a lot more commotion about that. Right, because it's like he's being a So we don't, I don't, I don't know stuff. until that happens. We it's might need to engineer that I know. just to see, just to make a documentary. It's such a it's such an interesting time to be in high school because it's like things change so things are so different than when we were in high school or even ten years ago whoever was in high school ten years ago like the level of openness that you guys yeah. are experiencing while at the same time you still got that extreme side group and you also can't wear a skirt and a guy can't wear a skirt but if he does he's maybe maybe he can maybe he can't we're not sure now what's the climate in terms of like pronouns. Definitely, it's, like, um, that's a bit, like, a big question. Like, you know, what's your name? What are your, like, it's become, like, a, something that's, like, normal now, which I like, because it's, like, you know, you want to make sure that everybody's being respected and all that kind of stuff, because, 
like at this point you can't tell by looking at somebody so you ask them hey, what's your name like what are your pronouns what do you go by what do you like refer to you know and yeah it's, it's a lot more open with that what is it like with the school and the teachers versus like you and your friends like is that how the teachers act some teachers are very conservative at my school but then other ones are like it just depends on what teacher you're talking to like one teacher if you were to like talk to them about it and be like you know by the way these are my pronouns you'd be like okay cool but then like you know some other ones would be like but they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Right. What does what does that mean? <laughs> you know. So like, some people are more closed-minded or not closed-minded, but they don't know much about it. But then others are. What do you think the general stance is on educating people on that stuff? Like, is it annoying if someone's like, I don't understand? Can you explain to me? I, or is it like, well, it's not my job to educate? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, How's that? I'm not annoying when people like don't understand at all because it's there's a difference between not understanding and asking for, like, guidance about that. If they're like, oh, I don't get it, can you explain it to me? Versus, oh, I don't get that, it doesn't make any sense, therefore it's irrelevant. Because <laughs> I've met some people like that, I'm like, oh, by the way, this is, you know, how it works with my brother's trans, and not mm-hmm. not here, but at my dad's house. And so it's, you know, it's difficult, somebody's like, oh, I don't get it, so um, I don't really care. But then other people are like, oh, can you explain that to me? Like, um, what's, how's right. it like? You know, like, right. and then I explain that to them. Right. Especially yeah. With, if yeah. old people mess up pronouns and don't ask, do they get like more like us? If they, do they get more of a pass than like young people? Cause like, yeah. you know, yeah, for sure. Because, because they're not, you know, like we grew up in different times and it's more of a normal thing now as we're growing up with it. But you know, if you're an adult and you've grown up with different things, it's a little bit harder to understand but as long as you're open to understanding it you know then do you think that's understood across young people like yourself or because you could just be a super well-adjusted great young woman Mm -hmm. do you think other people your age feel that same way like they give a pass to I think um a lot of people do like again there's so many different kinds of people some people are like with the adults where they don't get it don't care but then there's some people that do get it and then like we'll explain there's some people that do get it and hate everybody else that doesn't get it but it's like no we have to make sure that we're like being because if we don't educate others then nobody's ever going to know and then we're never going to get to a place where we can all like you know yeah accept it what would you say is the percentage of intolerant young people who are so like this is where cancel culture comes from and we think i mean Mm -hmm. yeah because what's weird is that and we've always said that there's progressive, progressive, progressive until it becomes conservative, and now we're in a weird cycle. Yeah. So now we're progressive and we're tolerant. Now we're intolerant of people who are just ignorant, and that doesn't. You don't. Now you're like, wait, I don't. Now. Yeah. So where does the tolerance for, in general, do you think that the tolerance for the ignorance begins and then it ends, and now we're a cancel culture? Yeah, I I normally surround myself with people that like, um, you know, are more accepting, you know, and that kind of stuff because I don't like to deal with people that don't you know are less like closed-minded you know so um realistically it's probably 50 50 Mm. with the amount of people that are like because you know you have the conservative parents you because you see how like divided everything is like the vote people like especially is like so close so you got 50 percent of people that are you know conservative you got the 50 percent of people that are you know liberal so you have like the parents that are telling people things and like the kids aren't getting the information that they would be getting if their parents were teaching them um, the stuff. 50-50. I mean, that's... I, I think. Yeah. That makes sense. I think you're right. I think that makes, that makes sense, and that's why there's so much fear. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was <laughs> you more never acceptance or inclusiveness of people's ignorance. Yep. Not hatred. No. But not blatant, yeah. willful no. But just, I don't know. That's what makes, I think, what makes people scared. But then now we get into, let's say, what about dissent or okay, I understand, I just don't agree. Can we have a disagreement in a manner that's, I want you to live and you should have all your rights, but I just don't agree. Is there room for that at your school? Like, (laughs) it's okay. Uh, I want to say that her face is one of a grimace. Uh, It's one of a Uh, possible thinking. Mm -hmm. Because when people, when it comes to human rights and people are like, I don't agree. It's like, but that's not something for you to agree about. Yeah. Right. Do you consider pronouns a human right? I, um, I, I do think that people deserve to be respected and called what they identify as. Cause if I were to be going around and called something that I don't identify as, I'd be like, yo, like 
what's up, you know? Yeah, but, you're being invalidated. And, yeah. yeah, and I think if they were to be put in the shoes of the people that were being invalidated, yeah. then they would understand more, but they're just incapable of, you know, doing that. Right. What about <laughs> this? Okay, so you're 15, you're going to be 16 in, like, a month. Yes, right? 17 days. <laughs> so countdown. Do you, do you and your friends know who Dave Chappelle is? Dave Chappelle... Oh my god, this is genius. Let's do a test. Hold on a Let's second. A this test. is wonderful. Cheers. Can you do it again? Drew. Mmm. The sweet, sweet taste of irrelevance, Oh my, my god, wow. Okay, so what do you think about cancel culture? Uh, that's, uh, that's a tricky subject because it all depends on, like, what the person did. I don't, I don't, for the most part, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of, you know, like... If you dive back, like, really, really, really deep into somebody's past, you find this little thing they did, I'm all for holding them accountable for it. I'm all for being like, okay, this is what you did a long time ago, let's talk about it, let's educate a little bit, and let's get better. But when you're just like, there's no room for, like, change, and you're just like, oh, you're cancel- you're completely irrelevant, like, what are you even doing here? It's like why you know like if if they are not willing to change i get that that's an issue and you know they shouldn't have the relevance that they do have but if they are willing to change and like willing to accept their like you know yeah like someone's gonna get into a college or get their first job and then they don't get it because of something they did when they were 12 on twitter yeah because it's it's things are changing so much now with like the amount of different things that are happening and it's like if you if people are growing you know we're learning different things we're learning about what to say what not to say what to do what not to do because things are getting like people are becoming more like careful about the things that they're saying and doing so if you are going with that and you're understanding and you want to change for the better then I think that's awesome and you shouldn't be held on things that you do when you're younger does cancel culture come into your does it influence you when you're making tiktoks or go doing going posting on instagram do you think about stuff like that well i'm um i don't have like enough like followers to like have to worry about that and also i don't say or do things that are like that but if i were to ever say something that was offensive to anybody this is where it's like different if i were to ever say anything that's offensive to somebody and i didn't know it was offensive and if they told me I would completely be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm going to make sure that I don't do that or say that anymore, like, especially with, like, these slurs, and people are like, oh, I don't care, you know, but if you're like, oh my god, I didn't know that, I'm going to change my vocabulary, I'm going to make sure that I know not to say that, then it's, you're you're good, you know, like, if you're going to change, then, you know, it's all good. Is there a thing happening in your school with, like, bullying on social media, or is that just something we see in movies, because we're... <laughs> there's not much bullying that goes on. There, there are obviously some, like, comments that people get. Like, I've seen some harsh people on TikTok, but it doesn't happen with people that you know. It's just strangers, you know? Like, okay. if, if you're on TikTok, like, and something randomly, like, the algorithm randomly blows something up, and it gets really popular, and you'll see a bunch of hate comments on it because people just like to take their anger out on people that they don't know and show their insecurities and, like, you know, just leave it all out for somebody else to get insecure about, and then it's just a cycle of just, you know, hatred, but it's... So is this something, does all, do all the people your age understand what you understand about the algorithm and these bots and trolls and this bullshit comments? Does everyone your age get it? Like, oh, this isn't... Pretty much. I, I think so, because there are some people that get, like, butthurt about it, you know? Like, and, but I just feel like if somebody else is so insecure that they feel the need to go onto your page and tear you down... That's their that's their problem, you know. Like who like they're they obviously have some issues. So why am I gonna let that reflect onto me? But you guys get the thing of the algorithm, yeah. and I think yeah, pretty much because it's just random what they blow, what they make popular, what they don't. It's just you know likes and that kind of stuff. It sounds like it might just be millennials who are fucked. Yeah, you know mentally. I mean, you sound <laughs> like adjusted because you're what, you're called like a millennial or something, right? Or Z Gen Gen Z Gen Z. Gen Z. Yeah. They might be good, and it might just be millennials. I'm wondering like if that was like the, that's the blip. Yeah, I mean, I it just seems yeah. like yeah, you're not too you're not too sensitive, open <sighs> to all things. People can change. 
Will you get the social media? The social media algorithm is yeah, you know, environment. Hopefully your generation is going to fix yeah, it. Yeah, I definitely think that there's some Gen Z that are, like, <laughs> really fucked and they're not. Oh, right, good. But, but you know, and there's some that are, like, really good. It just depends. I think there's some really great millennials. I think there's some really stupid millennials. So, you know, you just have, like, a bunch of different people. Maybe it's... Yeah, maybe it's just crazy. I mean, even like, yeah. to go back just quickly, just to just quickly that because I haven't been able to let it go that <laughs> in seventh grade your friend came out. Yeah, you came out in like seventh grade. That's probably late for them now. Seventh grade. <laughs> it's probably like mm, I came out when I was nine. <laughs> I yeah, mean, that's just nothing to you. But yeah, my stepbrother uh, came out. He was like in <laughs> sixth grade, I want to say. And I, I I I still to this day can't. This one, Julie shows her age. Yeah, that's true. But I, it just was, you just, I just can't. It's just Yeah, and I also think because it's more accepted nowadays, you're like, oh, okay, this is cool, you know. The cool thing, though, what you're saying, though, with kids, you know, parents, I would think, or adults, seem to think of sexuality as something that happens when you're 18 or after you're married. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that it isn't something, and that when when you accept your sexuality, all of a sudden now you're having sex. Which makes everybody uncomfortable. Right. And, but the truth of the matter is, everyone's sexuality is somehow accepted when you're heterosexual until you're gay. And yeah, and then romantic it's something love that is accepted. Romantic, like, romantic little love. girls will be like Disney princesses, but right. they're four. Right. So their romantic idea is accepted. Whereas right. if you have a romantic, same sex romantic idea, now you're like some perv. Yeah, you're now like you're love perv. sucking dick in an right. alley. <laughs> exactly. And they think these kids are doing all these things when really, like, I think about your friend who is just feeling his. Yeah, he's, he's feeling himself. He's not, he's not doing anything. No. He's seventh grade. He's yeah. just he's right. Yeah. And the fact that everybody's open to that, I just think is like a is an evolvement that I just never imagined. Well, I wouldn't I say anyone, cool. everyone's open to it. Not everyone, but that it's. <laughs> Just at least with you, and right. I'm sure a lot of your friends. Right, of it's course. just a thing that's pretty cool. I don't know. All right, Drew, you've taught us so much about what everyday life is like in high school, but before we let you go, tell us what you think is the biggest misconception all of us old people have about your generation. Oh, okay, so this is a big one. <laughs> um, I've gotten this so much when I have little... <laughs> I love getting into debates with people online. It's one of my favorite things ever because I just like I just like feeling smart because some people are just so dumb. Anyways, what they always hit me with is, oh, you can't even vote. You shouldn't have an opinion. Just because we can't vote, just because we're not of the age yet, doesn't mean that we can't have an opinion on things and we can't still educate people who are older than us. Just because you are older than us does not mean that you are, like, more intelligent than some of us because a lot of people are not. So I just think we need to be more, you know, like, let people have their opinions and not... Be like, oh, you're too young to have an opinion. You're too young to do this. You're too, you know. Right. So. Andrew Yang wanted to make the voting age 16. Well, I mean, I, I get to vote next election anyway, so. but that's Oh, that's right. right. But not in the midterms. And we could really use you in the midterms. <laughs> yeah. Good. During COVID, yeah. did you have to do, like, Zoom classes? Not fun. Not fun because the students are trying to learn how to figure out the computers and how to do that. And then everybody's in their beds. So you're not paying attention. You got your phone right next to you if you... Your camera's off. You can be doing whatever. I was, I, my math class was playing. My room I was cooking eggs in the kitchen, <laughs> you know. And it's like, and then the teachers suck at trying to figure out how to put the projection and all that stuff. So half the class is just them trying to figure like shit out, and it's just nobody ends up learning anything. Were you a sophomore or freshman? Freshman. Oh no, your so freshman I missed year. My freshman year, but. So then, but you did you know all those people when you went back? in the classroom or is it new people there's it was half and half it was half people that i've known since sixth grade and half people that i just met and it was fine because i still get to meet people you know some people went back hybrid where they do like half people go back on monday tuesday half people go back thursday friday i couldn't do that because my leg because mm. i broke my leg and couldn't you know go mm-hmm. down the stairs and all that kind of stuff which was a little bit of a setback but other than that, it was it was fine, you know. Do you feel like all of you guys, like even the young kids, there must be an advantage to getting so good at one communicating it all through a screen, two learning mm. all of that software. Like you really, even like eight year olds were doing it, seven, you yeah. know, and it becomes like a skill that we all have to have now. For sure, because it it, it adds a new way if people can't like 
for future, you know, people can't do a meeting at this time, they can't go somewhere, their car's not, you know, whatever, you can just be like, okay, let's just meet on Zoom, you know, it's like a Skype kind of thing, mm-hmm. let's just do this, and it just opens new, like, ways to have people communicate. <laughs> Drew, thank you so much for taking the time to come on our stupid podcast. <laughs> Normally, this is where we tell you to shout out your TikTok, but we don't want to expose you to any of our inappropriate perp <laughs> listeners, um, other than us, because mm-hmm. we are definitely inappropriate but um we can shout out your mom and dad for paying the astronomical dues for your school and for raising such a lovely you're so well adjusted i don't even know i don't know how your mom did it your dad is it an accident i don't understand thank you very much yeah appreciate it once you turn 18 i guess you can and you wouldn't even want to say your tiktok to our 14 listeners but they'll probably try to find you Now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a So There's That moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans, the annoying Karen school board Nazis, the Facebook QAnon conspiracy cunts, and the vindictive virtue signaling liberal losers. <laughs> we are all somewhere on that spectrum fighting for our team to win the race of ideas. And even though every week brings us closer and closer to a civil war, we know that we can always count on the hopeful story of your So There's That meow meow. And being that this is our special school episode, I'm looking forward to something that makes me feel better about what's about to happen to these damn kids. Well, I found the perfect thing. Now, today, and honestly, I didn't, I was was about to give up. I mean, I was going to give up. I was going to give up. You'd been working on a cool 10, 11 hours on the computer (laughs) looking for one. I know that. It took for fucking ever. Now, with that said, I want to acknowledge that I have been coming pretty hard for the straight men's lately. You know? We noticed. Um, it. I know it's my nature, and I'm not going to apologize because there's a lot of work to be done, but I want you to have your special moment today. And you know what? You being the straight man's? Yes. Okay. And you know what? We see you. You are loved <laughs> by a lot of people, okay? You know, How even... How many straight men do you really think are listening with three Maybe. But I, we all <laughs> if have, I've ever hurt we all you. We have a father okay. somewhere. Yes, exactly. Lots That's of right. Us might have straight sons. Yeah, fathers. I have a brother. I have a father. I have a grandfather. I mean, there's. Uh, there's no, they're dead. Well, my grandfather's yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, uh, all right, let's say there's three heterosexual gentlemen listening. I want you to know we see you, okay? Now, even though men have single handedly ruined the planet, created slavery, monarchy, sexism, hunting, torture, rape, prostitution, porn, and most likely maxi pads. They've also contributed to science, medicine, mathematics, healing, invention, protection, leadership, Magic Mike, Keanu Reeves, and George Clooney for Brandy. So at the end of Keanu the- Keanu's d- for me too. Ex- they're both but, for you. That's what sh- I mean. But we share Keanu now that you guys are motorcycle best friends. That's right. He's my, he's my bud. Okay. <laughs> he's my bud. Now he's my bra. So at the end of the day, like we say to the dogs, you guys are life ruiners, but we couldn't exist without you. And so when I saw this story on the news, I was so fucking touched and so moved. We often give dads a hard time here on Dumb Gay Politics. Normally, when it comes to school and kids, dads aren't exactly visible. And I anyway don't think or equate my father with school. I would guess that's the same for most people. Uh, Not all. I'm sure my dad, my dad was this the was the the sebastian matascalco like no what grade are we in now where are we at right where are we at right what's your exact age again exactly now not to mention how often do we hear about deadbeat dads and they're not around they don't take initiative so i saw this after a billion hours of looking for shit online it just popped up and rather than describe to you and explain it to you and whatever i'm just gonna play you the video because we were hungover, and it's easier just to it's play It's so much easier. But also, hearing their voices really does make a difference. So, okay. um, basically, uh, even though they're going to set it up on here, I'm going to set it up a little bit for you. The There's a there's a school 
there was a school in Louisiana where their kid, the kids were just fighting. There was like a rash of just physical. They just kept fighting and nobody could do anything. The police were always in there. Just everyone was horrified. We and we love New Orleans. So we we never we wish the best for Louisiana as of a course, whole. Of course. Yes. Because somehow that that southern state popped up new orleans which is yeah which is heaven on earth heaven on earth and i think that you know just like we've talked about the school boards the the i believe that the adults who are fighting and disgusting and rotted and toxic and just that there's an energy going around and it's just spilling out onto the kids and they're fi- and they're fighting yeah and they probably don't right. even know why they're fighting they have a feeling inside yep it's like and they're physically just breaking out into fights. I agree. So. It happened last month here at Southwood High School in Shreveport, Louisiana. Shreve plagued with violence. Over the course of three days, another fight. 23 students arrested for fighting. Massive police response. To but strangely, there hasn't been another incident since. <gasps> Why? Perhaps in part because of this most unusual crisis intervention team. Mm. Nobody here has a degree in school counseling. No. no majors in criminal justice. No, no. Your qualifications are? Well, Dad, we oh my God, how cute. The best people who can take care of our kids are who? For us. How? So Michael Lafitte started Dads on Duty. We're out doing what we do for our babies. A group of about 40 Southwood dads who now hang out at the school in shifts. Let's go. Today, any negative energy that enters the building has to run a gauntlet of good parenting. What's going on, buddy? You moving fast. I like that horse. I immediately oh felt a form of safety. We stopped fighting. People started going to class. How could that be? You ever heard of a look? A look? Dads it's have the power to do that? Yes. <laughs> not many people know it, but yes. <laughs> let's go, let's go. But it's not just the firm stares and stern warnings. Let's make it to class, my son. It's also the dad jokes. <laughs> they just make funny jokes like, oh, hey, your suit's untied, but it's really not untied. <laughs> and they hate it. They're so embarrassed by it. It's so embarrassing. And it's that perfect mix of tough love and gentle ribbing that dads do so well that has helped transform this school. The school has really just been like happy and you can feel it. Which is why the dads plan to keep coming to Southwood indefinitely. Because not everybody has the father figure, the father figure at home. Mm-hmm. Or a male period in their life. Like so that. just to be here makes a big difference. Do you think you stumbled onto something here? Absolutely. I think absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Y'all have a good morning. They'd like to start chapters of Dads on Duty throughout Louisiana. What's up, baby boy? And hope to eventually take on the country. All right. Without a fight. <laughs> so there's that. for listening to our stupid podcast we love and appreciate all 14 of you so much if you're new here and you like us but you'd rather not hear about politics you should consider checking out our patreon podcast Mm -hmm. we do two a week every week they're both an hour and we post them on sundays so you have all week to listen to them uh they are a dollar each and when you sign up you will immediately get access to our huge back catalog which has hundreds of hours of stupid stress-free ad-free timeless podcasts if you want to hear one now to see what it's like before you commit, the link to the free episode is in the description of this podcast, or you can go to our website, julianbrandy.com, and there's a button on every page that says, click to listen to our free Patreon episode. The episode is called Windows Up Sing Time, and you can listen to the whole hour right there from your phone or computer. You don't have to download anything or sign up for anything. It's super easy. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. We were trying to get to 2,021 reviews by the end of 2021, and we did it. (laughs) Thank you to all of the 14 listeners who went on this week and wrote fake reviews to get us to our goal. I really enjoyed this one from 000006666000000 entitled Craisins. I've been subbed to DGP for a while, but only during Cornova did I truly give myself over to the divine bliss that is Julie and Brandy. I'm nearly done with the DGP back catalog, but when politics bugs too hard, I head to their $2 Patreon to WAP out. 
Julie, please never tone down your misandrous rants. <laughs> Perfect timing. Please never tone down your misandrous rants because you literally never miss. Um, no danger of that. Zero 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 six 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 zero 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 zero. Thank you for saying I never miss. Brandy, your lack of filter nourishes my soul, and I deeply identify with your permanent state of Capricorn unenthusiasm. It's now in full effect regarding the live show. <laughs> Brandy and Julie are proof that you should always say yes to drugs. XO. The mm. Patreon plug in the regular weed review, I have to say, is always a nice touch, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't listen to us on Apple Podcasts, good for you. We despise those money-grubbing, gatekeeping, power-mongering, elitist assholes. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly, it's been gay and it's been dumb. And back in school. Back. Mm, back. Mm, in school again. <laughs> How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man. By the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme, maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty grooving. Want something visual that's not too abysmal. We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. (laughs) Why don't you? Stay for the night. Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. A sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> but not the symptom. 